Welcome back to another edition of NFL Pigskin Pickers Podcast. The original duo is back. Tim Trainer and Steve Hill are back uh, for week eight of the NFL. Um, thanks, Steve, for covering you and, and George as well. Uh, last week, because I was on a little tour to Oregon, and uh, you guys stepped in and did, a, did yeoman's work. Well done. Thanks. Well, hey, our pleasure, and, and did you have a good trip? It was fantastic, yeah. Took some Midwesterners around uh, this great state and uh, had a great time. So Excellent. And it was fun to, fun to listen to the podcast on the, on the way home after it all. Well, it's good to have our captain back in the captain's yeah. chair. And, uh, you know, we, we managed in your absence to, to keep us above ground, so to speak. Yeah. No bunker time this week. Uh, we were 2-1-2. A uh, couple of pushes. Maybe you can take our listeners yeah, through what wild, happened in week, week seven. I don't, know, I don't know how you guys even did that. You can't get more even than 2-1-2. Two, and two. Um, Well, I guess, you know, that's plus. That's plus. Yeah, you're in the right direction. So you won with the Saints over the the, the Packers uh, missing their Aaron Rodgers. That's that was a nice pick. Uh, won by nine. Oh, it's only four and a half point favorites. You get pushed a strange Jets Dolphins game and kind of a kind of interesting AFC East now. Lots of lots of winning teams there. Um, you pushed a Buffalo Tampa Bay game where Buffalo somehow pulled it out, but only won by three, and they were three point favorites. And then you got whooped by those darn Niners who'd been so good to us all year. There was eventually they were going to kind of collapse, and they did, losing by 30 to Dallas. And don't forget about those purple uh, I thought you'd remind me of those guys, the Minnesota Vikings, another win for a first-place team and another cover. So uh, two wins, one loss, two ties. That has us up in Vegas, and, you know, we get a little little, little bit of dough for that. And so thanks for uh, having a winning week and uh, – yeah, let's. Any, did you learn anything last week? Some more uh, bad injuries, um, some you know, some quarterbacks going down, some teams maybe taking some steps forward, but some, you know, some coming back to the pack. I know you know the Chiefs lost, um, and sort of you know sort of became a you know a, a, a team that's right back in the thick of it. I think Steelers took a step forward. The four, the the maybe the Patriots took a step forward. And then the NFC, I think the Vikings and maybe Dallas and and the, the Eagles for sure. That was a they Absolutely were really the impressive, uh, kind of you know in in the hot seat for the uh, number one seed. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's it's kind of put up or shut up time. Week eight. I mean, that's as mid season as it gets. Well, you know, and we're talking about bubbles bursting. So we've been yeah. riding those Niners, yeah. and uh, they lost forty to ten to Dallas at home. Uh, Dallas looks better. Yeah. And the running game's, you know, kicking into gear. But uh, a bit of a reality check for the 49ers. It just didn't go well at all. A lot of field goals. Um, It was weird to see uh, in the London game, old AP headed across the pond for the second time, this time with the Arizona Cardinals and with Palmer breaking his arm and so forth. Um, Arizona goes down 33 to nothing. Uh, And then we've got another goose egg with uh, Denver getting shut out. That's Uh, a strange team. It just looked terrible last week. Wow. You know, so that wasn't wasn't so great. But um, I don't know. When you mentioned the Vikings uh, being one of the teams that seems to be getting it together, definitely on defense. Yeah. uh, They are getting it together. I mean, they absolutely uh, destroyed Baltimore. And... um, 
Which is a team that has is the, sort of the wheels are coming off there. Some terrible injuries for that team. Right, including Mike Wallace and, yeah. of course, uh, the Viking player, uh, Sendejo, who hit Mike Wallace, mm-hmm. gets suspended for a game, gets fined. And, you know, the, that's the second hit involving, uh, you know, an, an injury to a big player. And, I, you know, I, what do you think, Tim? I don't think the Vikes are out there playing dirty football. But uh, when you watch some of these hits, uh, yeah. they're nasty. Yeah, they are. It's I, I don't even understand what that means anymore, dirty football. Uh, it, was, it was clear, you know, maybe a five to ten years ago when there were rules and there were unwritten rules and then there was too far, man. Um, but now the, the rules have tightened so much and the unwritten rules have tightened so much that I, I just don't know. I mean, this, some guys definitely have have reputations. One was Vontez Perfect again with a, a kind of a kick in a scrum. Boy, that was a weak kick. Though. It was dumb. I know, and and everyone's no, ganging yeah. up on him like it was like a thousand worse things happen in the middle of scrums. Every but he has this reputation, and and, right. and the cameras are always going to be on him, and he's going to get crap. Um, I I don't know what it means anymore. I yeah. I I, I really I. I think a lot of defensive players are trying their best and are in almost impossible situations. And you guys mentioned that last week. Like, what are you supposed to do when it's guys coming at you at 40 miles an hour and the ball's right. coming and you've got a million-dollar salary and you're trying to keep your job? I, I just don't know what you do. Yeah, I don't know either. And, you know, this whole issue of when a wide receiver becomes a runner and, you know, takes several steps after mm-hmm. a catch and so forth, um, it's tough. Yep. But I think – when you look at a lot of the hits that have resulted in injury, a lot of them are happening very quickly, but don't involve helmet to helmet, though it looks like a violent collision. And so I think the leagues, uh, and I'm in support of it in terms of player safety, but they're sort of, sort of after it happens, calling it. Yep. You know, based on how it looks, right. but not necessarily. So the players now are, I think, realizing um, it's not just about avoiding the head or having helmet-to-helmet contact, but you also can't make a clean but really violent hit. So yeah. they're going to have to think about all kinds of things. But when you see roughing the passer penalties called by some lineman who's been pushed down to the ground and he's just reaching out with a hand and mm-hmm. gently touches uh, the knee area of a quarterback yeah. uh, and gets you know a 15-yard penalty for roughing, I'm, I'm struggling with some yeah, of that. Yeah, but at so. the same time, Carson Palmer went down with an injury. Aaron Rodgers is gone. Um, you know, Andrew Luck hasn't played all year. Some of the stars that you're hoping are taking these step forward, they're just not on the field, right. and, that, and that doesn't make for good football. It makes for Arizona losing 33 nothing. It makes for Jack Indianapolis losing 27 nothing, and you know, on down the line. I, I mean, you got to keep those players on the field, and some of that's bad luck, and some of it's you know inherently dangerous game, obviously. But yeah, the only I just say on the, lastly on the subject that I think, like I said last time, you know, we've got to. We've got to think about these quarterbacks putting themselves in harm's way to extend a play. And some of the responsibility for getting hurt has to go on a quarterback who's recklessly exposing himself to injury by trying to make something out of nothing. And, you know, that 
it comes with the territory. You know. Yeah, I, yeah, I guess sometimes so, they got to just curl up and call it a negative play, as opposed to, you know, trying to make this miracle throw on the run with a guy running full speed at him. Uh, that's yeah. just that's part of it. Yeah, but those are the most exciting plays in football for sure. Yeah. Uh, all right, well, let's go look forward here. Uh, it's week eight. There's a lot of teams on by. The Cardinals and Packers, who we just mentioned, the Jacksonville Jaguars, the L.A. Rams, the New York Giants, Tennessee Titans, all on by. So we're kind of a slim-down schedule here, so we're not going to have as many toss-outs. You know, we're going to have some tough choices here when we get down to five. It starts with a Thursday night game. It's uh, two uh, two teams that, man, they just kind of can't find their footing. Miami's still in great shape, though, in the AFC East. They're winning ball games, and, and you know, it, right now they're in the playoffs. But Smoking so, Jay's hurt, isn't he? Yeah, he is, yep. So I don't know what's going on here. The Baltimore's a three-point favorite at home. That is just a team decimated by injuries. You saw them last week against against your Vikes. They did not look good. They, I mean, it's just incredible how how many people they've lost, especially on the offensive line and and around Flacco. He's looked bad just because there's nobody left on that team. Um, this is a clear stay away for me. Um, Baltimore might have another ace up their sleeve to, to save their season, but I I, I just don't know. I, I don't have you can't you can't have too much faith in a bunch of backups. Right, and Miami, some people were saying it was a good thing that Cutler uh, had to go sit on the sideline. You know, the backup yep. came and energized the team, but I agree it's a stay away. Yep. Well, let's go then to bright and early Sunday morning. Minnesota Vikings get a bye against the Cleveland Browns. That's pretty nice. <laughs> we're calling it a bye, are yeah, we? It's a bye. Okay, well, I mean, we're going to Twickenham <laughs> Stadium hey, in London with a 6.30 a.m. Pacific time kickoff. Nine and a half point favorites are the Vikings in London. Uh, dangerous game to bet. We, these London <laughs> right. games are kind of like the yeah. Thursday games. We don't know. Who's you could see show this up. being thirty-eight nothing Minnesota, couldn't you? You could, but you could also yep. see just a completely weird result. That's a function well, of you, flying. You know, yeah, you could see to six, London. Yeah, you could see thirteen six. You know, as well. I mean, uh, Coach Zimmer for the Vikes, you know, has him going there a day early. He's done a lot of research. Mm -hmm. The funny thing is, you know, he's kind of a ham and egger, as you know, from Cincy time he spent. And he's never been to London. I don't know what I'm doing, you know, kind of a thing. Uh, They ask him all the questions about, you know, London-specific stuff, and he's just trying to keep it simple. I'm worried about football. But um, I think for a lot of these players, you know, they don't have a lot of experience dealing with – jet lag and international travel this way and so especially really young guys so we'll see how it shakes out but cleveland's bad yeah they are i mean they're bad and they've lost so many games how do they get motivated for this one when the vikes defense is just eating people alive i mean what I, what do you I, say in the I locker room? I mean, uh, I think you're playing for your coach at this point. Hugh Jackson uh, needs some wins, needs a win uh, to kind of keep his job and keep sort of the locker room together there. Uh, they've had problems with the quarterback. Uh, Kaiser, who was benched now, is going to start this game. You know, even after just being seen at a Cleveland bar, I saw at 1 o'clock in the morning Saturday. That's not, you know, the day before the game. Not a, not a smooth move when you're winless. Um, it's a team – that's a mess. Uh, Minnesota should, uh, you know, is, should definitely win this game, and it's a nice spot for them. 
but nine and a half, like we said, is too much in a in a sort yeah. of strange place and a strange time and a strange everything. I think we question mark it, but if we're looking for one yeah. more, maybe we come yeah. back to it. It's a slim pickings week, so we might have to. Uh, first, then regular Sunday morning game is the New Orleans Saints, um, who've been playing pretty well. They're nine point favorites at home against the Chicago team that just blasted Carolina last week. Uh, I don't know if you saw the, you know, the stat line there from Trubisky running the football. Yeah, he had like four completed passes, something, or something. like that. Just they incredible. just ran it. Seventeen three. It ended up nine's too much, though, right? I think so. Yeah, though people Even, are saying New Orleans is picking it up. Yeah, they are. They are, and and Chicago. I mean, did did not do much last week, but Carolina did less. Um, gosh, nine. Yeah, nine's a lot. Let's question mark that. I don't know if it, New Orleans is nine good, even if Trubisky, uh, you know, is sort of behind the eight ball and in, de- in development. Uh, let's go on to the next game, the Atlanta Falcons, who were kind of, kind of bludgeoned there. I thought against New England, they never really looked interested in that game, and 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 the Super Bowl rematch was kind of a kind, kind of, of a, a letdown. Yeah, very yeah. much of a letdown. I thought there was really no excitement in that game. Uh, trying to get right, staying in the Northeast, and they're four and a half point favorites on the road at the Jets. Uh, Jets let let the one get away from them last week against that Dolphins team, where they would have been still tied for first in the East, a team that you know some people thought might be winless. Uh, they've they've definitely overachieved. Ah, uh, gosh, I like the Jets, but yeah, again, I, I think I would too. Home home dogs, man. Yeah, I'd like to see him getting six or something, but let's yeah. just uh, question mark that one too. I mean, from, I just from uh, one perspective, and I, I, I'm 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 thinking back to the to that uh, Pittsburgh game where they had played so poorly, came back and really stamped themselves with that win against Kansas City. That good teams have bad games, and they say, "Hey, we can't let that happen again." And I wonder if Atlanta is a good team. I'm not sure they are, but if they are, they have to come out and kind of win this game and win it impressively. And, and they, and they you know, have every right to do that. Uh, how about Tampa Bay minus two at home against Carolina? What What is up with this Carolina team? I saw Cam Newton re- walked out of a presser today. Looks like some, some locker room issues there. They were bad last week losing to Chicago. And, and, and then we look back at a few of their nice wins this year. Um, sort well, of a... I think they're going to have Keekly back, which troubles me. I mean, the guy's had three concussions, three straight seasons. Right. Uh, he apparently practicing this week with without any problems, but good grief. But they're going to have Keekly back, it looks like. And he's a difference maker to me. Um, I just – I'm concerned about whether Tampa can pull this off – but we gotta we gotta take some positions here instead of right. kicking the can. I think if I had to bet that one, I'd take Tampa at home. Interesting. I'm but uh, I'm intrigued. Yeah. I think we got a question though. Yeah. So we got some interesting ones coming up. The Philadelphia Eagles, number one seed right now, best best record in the NFC. They're 13 point favorites at home against the Niners team that. You know, finally the the bottom fell out of that ship last week uh, with their thirty week loss, thirty point loss to so, Dallas. You've got the point spread reset. I know, but yeah, I mean they go they they uh, getting uh, what was it uh, six points in the Dallas game at yeah, home. That was too too few, and that was just a function of the scrappiness of the Niners and right. then the bubble burst, and now we're back to 
San Francisco plus 13. What makes us think all of a sudden they're not the cover machines getting 13 right. on a backdoor cover? Right. Philly, I know they're at home. That but was an it emotional, gutsy to get Monday going. night game. You know, short week. Um, I think that was a you know a real kind of big win, that kind of uh, emotional and, and important win in that division. I wonder if there's a little letdown this week and San Fran just stays around long enough to, to cover. Yeah, I'd be real tempted to take San Francisco. Talk about a contrarian bet. I like it. Everybody's going to be high on Wentz and the Eagles being yep. at home. And I think the spread's so many points, we got to look at San Francisco. All right. How about Buffalo and Oakland? Uh, Buffalo's done pretty darn good against AFC West teams traveling that you know cross-country to get there. Uh, line's two and a half here, an Oakland team that – you know, season on the line, like George said last week, is a team that you know re- that high high hopes early in the season, and you know uh, injuries have, have derailed them a little bit. But they they're still not playing great. Um, they had an incredible win that Thursday night, so they've got some time to prepare for this. They kind of ra- wrestle their season back with a win. No, I think we'd go with Buffalo. Really? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm feeling pretty good about that one. Bills are Bills are having a heck of a year. For and it could, I don't know, is it going to start getting cold in Buffalo? Yeah, it might be, All yeah. Right. At least we get some rain. How about Cincinnati Bengals? <laughs> two and four, ten-point favorites over the Indianapolis Colts. Double digits. Um, Cincinnati, I guess, still has some hope of a season left. They were, you know, they hung with the, the Steelers for a while there, but were never really in danger of winning that game. I mean... Jacksonville just Indy handled has, Indy. Indy has nothing at home. So yeah. your your team, your call, but at well, home against a team that lost at home, twenty uh, seven zip to Blake Bortles. Right. I mean, what do you think? I th- I think Cincinnati is good against bad teams and bad against good teams, and they they might just take this game. Um, I'd be inclined so, to go with Cincy on that I one. Wonder tens a lot, uh, but we'll we'll. We'll see if they got a bad, you know, bad win in them this uh, this week. The New England Patriots minus seven over a Chargers team. It's been a little frisky, uh, but the line's only seven. It's at New England. It seems low to me. It does. I mean, I, I liked New England last game. Yeah, they were. They could not have been more impressive. I thought. I think we take New England. I think we do too. They sort of kind of right the ship and kind of put some distance between them and and the Bills and the Jets and the and Dolphins who are still. Chasing, kind of nipping at their heels in that interesting division. Uh, then we go to the afternoon games, the Seattle Seahawks, who I still can't get my head around them. They played one terrible half of football last week and one great. Uh, they're five-and-a-half-point favorites at home against Houston. Five-and-a-half Vegas zone. They don't really know what to make of that. The Seattle yeah. offense, you just un, you can't depend on him, but the Seattle defense scores 14 points a game. I mean, is Jimmy Graham going to catch the football? Uh, don't know. Yeah. Don't know. I mean, they might, yeah, they were what? And Baldwin's four, looking good. I know, I know, but they were nearly shut out in the first half right. against a bad, bad Giants defense. Right. Uh, yeah, I I think at home though they they cover five and a half. That Houston's team scoring a lot of points. Yeah, I just think that uh, Seattle is going to take care of business at home. The veterans and the others are sort yeah. of finding a groove yeah. as we head into uh, week eight. Call it you know mid season. I think 
I had to bet that one I'd take Seattle, but we can question mark that one for now. Okay. Um, the Dallas Cowboys, Washington Redskins. Um, it's at Washington, and the Washington is two-and-a-half point under underdogs here. We get some points at home. Elliott going to play? Yes. Well, <laughs> depends on what the judges say. I don't know. I, I don't mean, know where uh, that's at. Without Elliott, I don't know. Yeah. With Elliott, I'd take Dallas. Let's, so. let's pass until the judges decide. <laughs> Pittsburgh and Detroit is the Sunday night game. I thought Pittsburgh took a step forward with their season the last two weeks, beating the Chiefs and the, the Bengals. Um, Detroit has lo- looked a little lost. Uh, big national TV game, though. D- you know, home teams usually get up for those. I'd like Detroit in that one. I just, they're better than they've been playing, I think. And, uh, Pittsburgh isn't as good as it's been playing recently. Uh, Big Ben on the road, uh, you know, Detroit getting points. I just think I'm leaning Detroit. Let's do it. Monday night, Kansas City Chiefs line seven and a half here at home against a Denver team that couldn't muster anything last week. Uh, I mean, I'm not sure how long they're going to stick with Simeon if they can't move the ball. KC beaten at the buzzer last week. I think they're a little angry. Um, I'd take KC in that one, yeah. Seven and a half, though. That's that's up right. there. Let's question mark that. See how many solid games we can All agree right. on. I um, think this is a tough week, though. I think we really only is. have maybe two games that we feel strongly about, and so we're going to have to pick three question marks. Well, I think the the three strongs that we thought were Buffalo minus two and a half, New England minus seven, and Detroit plus three. Well, I don't want to forget about Cincy, though. You yep. don't like the 10 points. That's fine. Let's do it. Let's take Cincy minus 10. And, and then Buffalo. Buffalo minus 2.5. New England minus New 7. New England minus 7. Detroit plus 3. Can we put another dog there? The Jets plus 4.5 or San Francisco plus for 13. We like San Francisco. I like Frisco. Let's do it. Let's go back to our boys. All right. So just to recap there, we're taking the San Francisco 49ers plus 13. We're taking the Buffalo Bills minus 2.5. Taking Cincinnati Bengals minus 10. New England minus 7. And Detroit plus 3 on Sunday night to finish off a 5-0 week. Now the Super Contest boys, you know, who measure the consensus picks were 0-5. Yeah. Week seven, we are way ahead of yeah. the pack in the super contest, and um, the latest wins, losses, pushes total showed a thirty-four percent uh, correct pick percentage wow. for the consensus picks of the yeah. you know thousand plus super contest contestants, each throwing in fifteen hundred bucks to pick five games on points each week of the NFL season. So we're way ahead of that. We're above the bunker. Yep. Are you thinking this could be a five and zero? I we we're due for it, right? Two we one are. and two is kind of you know right at right at water level, and we just got to take that spring and get 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 way above and and I don't know, taste the rainbow. Five and zero. Exactly. Right. So welcome back and um, enjoy that uh, London game at uh, Twickenham. Yeah. Go Vikes. All right. Talk to you next week.